Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. Okay, wrapping up with the last three running backs, Pat Cotter, we're going to talk about Anthony McFarland, Maryland, LaMichael P. Ryan, Florida, and DJ Dallas out of Miami. So, man, you're ready to go. I'm, you're speeding right t- through. You're speeding <laughs> right through that. <laughs> I tried to switch up my intro. No, I was listening to this in, in fast fast forward. Holy crap! Yeah. I wanted to pick up the tone a little bit yeah. and get people excited. We got a lot to talk about today. So yeah. Well, you know, you really got to pe- grab people's attention when we're talking about football on March third. Yeah, I, I mean, I just yeah. want to hear what that sounds like, either with the uh, with the old Snapchat filter, the the high pitched chipmunk, <laughs> or just straight fast forward the fast yes. forwarder. We should probably do that sometime. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. You got to look into your, yeah. see what you got on that computer and so. see if you can change it up. Or we could just do the, uh, we could just do like a video. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. The old chipmunk um, pod. Yeah, exactly. That would be funny. Um, well, I'm excited because there were some two, well, actually all three of these guys I think impressed me a little bit, um, especially the first one we're going to talk about, Pat. So, we have now completed what is it? Ten running backs. I yeah. think we're through now. Yeah. So well, eleven actually. We took a look at an extra guy. Eleven we running. To, yeah, to eleven running backs. That's right. And so uh, we, we had the combine this weekend. too. And we had the combine this weekend too. So why don't we start off with that before we talk about these three backs? Um, let's just talk about the running backs since those are the only positions we've evaluated at this point. Some of the running backs that stood out to you over the weekend. Yeah. Why don't we do a like a biggest loser, biggest winner kind Good of thing? Good with me. I like yeah. it. Um, so I mean, I think you know. One of the biggest winners was Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he came in there. People were talking about, you know, so I mean, there were a lot of people da- doubting Jonathan Taylor's actual athleticism. I went into it thinking he's going to run well. You know, he's a state. He was a he was a state champion. Um, uh, hundred meter, yeah, hundred meter guy, ten yes. five. I, and you know, I think that really helped him with his time. I think he, if he was one of these guys that you know hadn't run track before, you would have seen him slip into the like into the into the mid four fours. You know, I think he's fast. I thought you know he doesn't his, but his speed doesn't really translate to his game film. I think he has some good top end speed, but I think a lot of what he did at the combine, at least in terms of the forty. What had to do with a little bit of his track, his track back background because yeah. you could tell even just rewatch his 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 forty you can tell he looks he looks comfortable in the block you know out of coming out of like out of his stance he 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 brings he comes up very slowly you can tell it's a very methodical like he's pra- he's practiced this he's done this a thousand times well there's nothing he knows how to come out yeah there's nothing that's slow about it but I know no. what you mean it's that gradual yeah gradual rise, bit rise up yeah, yeah exactly what I mean because I mean he what broke sub four four yeah what he's so, four three nine four three yeah. nine so it was uh, amazing and and I I mean. It, so it is, that, is that your the winner? Is that your winner? That's my winner. Yeah, I, I it silenced the haters. You know, I thought he he wasn't the most athletic back whenever you watch him, but he definitely has the athletic tools to be. I mean, he's, he has plenty of speed. He's got he's got plenty of uh, maneuverability. It's just can he translate that to the field? Yeah, I agree. I think there were some things on tape that we kind of questioned whether he could do that, but. I can't argue that he had a great workout, uh, ran a great 40 time. I think that everything checked out, and he did not hurt his stock you know, one bit. He probably improved it, maybe even a, a tick. But yeah. um, I tell you what, one of my big winners, and you know, I, he really jumped up my running back board after this was Cam Akers. I thought he had yeah. a great workout. When he did the Deuce Staley drill, everybody's talking about that that's hot topic right now man that it looks was, so good if you haven't seen it go back and watch it because his feet just are like really good like stuff. poetry really really good stuff quick feet uh nimble light i mean 
thousand adjectives you could use to describe what he did there, and they're all positive. But yeah, good stuff from Cam Akers. Really like that. Loved how smooth he was coming out of the backfield. I thought he caught the ball well. Um, just did a lot of things really, really well. I yeah. thought we actually there was another drill that we watched when we said. I think it was the first one. Yeah, it was the we first watched. one. He just looks smooth. He you just know, looks cut just over looks a bag and then around yep. uh, over a bag, uh, laying down and then around yep. a dummy. And yep. he just—I mean, again, the, you know, these guys, no defenders in front of them, yep. but we're, we get to see some was, things that that look good. And I was getting really mad. I, every, I would like I wanted to watch Hilaire do those some of those drills. I wanted to watch Swift do some of commercial. those drills. And they kept cutting com- cutting the commercials and just showing guys like you know just these random guys that nobody cares about. It's like, like we never saw Swift. Yeah. yeah no. Either, just for you know. only really rare portions. And, uh, I mean, um, for my biggest loser is a guy that we definitely didn't see, and that's uh, J.K. Dobbins. I thought everybody out there that was, you know, towards the top of my board went out there and showed that they deserved to be up there. You know, Swift didn't have a, a dominant performance by far, but he looked fine in the drills. He looked good, if I'll say. And he had a good 40. He ran a 4.48. That is, that, is, that is far and away good enough for him to – to solidify his draft stock. Because yeah. I remember when we, we watched him, we had questions about his long speed, and he shows that he might not be the fastest guy at the draft, but he has plenty of speed. Yeah, you're running if sub not, four or five, you're fast. If not faster than most of the guys that are there. So I don't, you know, he, it, to me, solidified his his stock. You know, Jonathan Taylor, Rose, Cam Akers, Rose. You know, maybe a guy like Edwards Hilaire might have fallen a tad bit, but Dobbins, like, you don't go out there and you don't compete. That or, or that either tells me that you're injured or you're hiding something, and I don't like either of those things. Really hard to top that answer. Um, this, there was one guy, uh, um, the the kid from Appalachian State, and I keep Darrington Evans. Darrington Evans, I thought, did not have that good of a workout, but again, he's not somebody who's who's very high, uh, at least consensus wise from what i've seen among a lot of people um but i i don't know he was he was one of them um i, I was kind of i was disappointed was with zach moss's that, 40 time yeah you know i mean i knew it was gonna be slow but it was it was i hate to give a cop-out slow. answer here i don't know if I, I i might have to go back and see like who my biggest loser is but definitely my winner was cam Akers. i actually thought this is kind of a perfect segue into the first guy we're going to talk about so we'll start with anthony mcfarland who another guy that i thought really won right um i thought he won on uh, over the weekend um i knew he was going to be somebody who's fast but man i was really really impressed with kind of how he came out of the backfield on some you know catching the football out of out of um you know on swing routes on angle routes i thought he had quick feet he uh he showed some really really good things i i liked what i saw from anthony mcfarland so five eight and a quarter pat 208 pounds the forty-yard dash, we knew he was going to run fast, four-four-four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there were some things that you're like, oh wow, he's not very explosive, like the vertical under thirty yeah, inches, yeah. which is terrible. Broad jump, not good at nine feet eight inches. So, some of the jumping stuff, he's not that great. But man, I'm telling you, when you put on the film, you're the first thing I wrote down was very powerful, powerful. And strong lower body has no trouble breaking arm tackles yeah. from safeties. That that really impressed me. And, and for a guy as small as he is, he's only five eight. You know, five eight two oh eight. He's he's not that big, but he doesn't even look all that thick put together. But he like he doesn't run over guys, but he like he he'll take a hit and he'll just bounce off you and go right around you. If you don't wrap him, he's not going to go down. Like, that was my biggest thing that I noticed from him was he just he has kind of that almost not quite the cream hunt thing going for him, but he just he just kind of. He won't go down. 
Like he just will spin off of guys. He'll he'll bounce off of guys. He'll go around guys, and he just he just has a knack for staying up and and making big plays. And that was what you saw from him. And it wasn't something like we saw last year from um, uh, what's his name that went to the Rams, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson, where like he was just running through massive truck holes and just was just just basically hitting him full speed and just sprinting down the field, like. Anthony McFarlane would, would hit a guy, he'd bounce off him, then go right around him, or he'd, he'd run all the way around him. You know, it, he just, he was very impressive to me. And, and I mean, he doesn't have all that much tape. He kind of is a newcomer, on, honestly, onto the, onto the, onto the, uh, yeah, 139 career carries. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing. Which I actually wrote down, does he pro- profile more like a committee guy? Yeah. I, I think he does. I think he's a little bit more, he's even more so than like a guy like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, but I think he works as great as a receiver, you know, and with some surprising, uh, surprising between the tackles ability, you know. Yeah, I didn't see that coming when we first put it on. I was impressed. That was the most impressive thing about him. Again, we knew about the breakaway speed. I like that he actually had some really big home run hits in big games. Ohio State uh, last year, twenty eighteen, he broke two long runs, two, yeah. two seventy eighty yard runs against yeah, right Ohio State. Had a really good game against them. Um, quick feet, fluid hips, really nice arsenal of moves, can get by defenders quickly by using lateral jukes and jump cuts. Um, when he wants to hit it uh, and, you know, put his foot in the ground hard and get inside a D-end, like, he can make that move and he can get by guys. We'll see if he can do it at the next level. Uh, you know, from the combine, again, I thought he caught the ball easily out of the backfield on swing and angle routes, transitioned into a ball carrier very quickly, which I really like. I like those guys who don't look... Um, not natural once they catch yeah. the ball and then that transition point from them catching the ball as a pass catcher and then turning into a runner. And yeah. I thought he was a really smooth in that department. Uh, weakness, I didn't think he was a very good pass blocker. I think that was one of yeah. the point, I mean, parts small. of his game. That, yeah. you know, his, and that probably plays into he's not going to be a three-down guy. He's yeah. probably going to be a committee guy. Oh, yeah. But I, I think he can be a really strong committee guy. I think he could be somebody who fits into a system and is really, really productive and is going to be Potentially an RB2. I, I think he does have that potential to be an yeah. RB2, especially in PPR leagues. Yeah, I could see him easily being, you know, if you can get him to, to a team that would use uh, a secondary back. I saw I saw him recently mocked to the Chiefs, and man, would that be, that'd be never in real That nice. would be really nice. That would be really nice. Um, yeah, a couple other things that I wrote down weaknesses-wise, you know, despite that strong, powerful lower body, his game isn't really predicated on running through linebackers in the no. hole, but again, that's that plays to yeah, his smaller he's size. Yeah, he's not, you can't, you need somebody else for the goal line. He's not going to be a guy that's going to hit a hit a linebacker in the hole and fall forward. If maybe, Unless the, that linebacker doesn't decide to wrap, then maybe he'll bounce out and go all the way around him. But um, yeah, you're not going to want him on the goal line or in fourth down. Yeah, and the other thing I would I said I would like to see some more decisiveness when linebackers are coming downhill at him. So like for example, when they run stretch, like he like he'll get through the hole and he'll have a linebacker coming downhill at him and it's like, come on man, just go get those two extra yards and you know, turn that two yard gain into a four yard gain. Yep. Um I saw a little bit of that from him, but Overall, uh, good stuff from Anthony McFarland, somebody that I think when we talk about, you know, your dynasty draft, again, a lot of this depends on where he falls at the NFL draft, and of course we'll talk about rankings after that point too, Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he's a guy that's there for me at, at, you know, when I'm drafted at 2.7, if I like the landing spot. Yeah, end of the second round easily could I think he could be somebody who's really effective as an RB2 in a PPR league, so um, pretty Thumbs up, I yeah. would say. Yeah, from Anthony I, uh, he was one of those guys that you know. I think this is almost the kind of the the 
the theme of this pod was that these guys, honestly, the last two pods was I'm, I'm a lot of impressive. I'm, I'm impressed. Like yeah, I wasn't, I was going into a lot of these, these, these scouting, just expecting, okay, we just got to get through these last couple of running backs, not expecting to see much. And I'm like, wow, like, look, these guys actually have, it's, it's a deep class. You know, there's a lot of guys on here that depending on where they go could easily be end of the second round picks. You know, it's just going to depend on where they all land. Exactly. So out of the three guys we're going to talk to tonight, McFarland is the home run hitter. But like we said, we all he also has that yep. ability to run through some tackles. Now, the next two guys are, are not necessarily home run hitters. Definitely not. But they do some things really well, and we'll start with Michael P. Ryan. So he checked in at 5'10 and 3 quarters, 216 pounds at the combine. Um, some of his combine results, Pat, we, we noticed that he has the largest hands in the running back class. Oh, they're ten, massive. 10 ten ten and a quarter inch yeah, hands, huge, huge hands. Uh, 40 yard dash, 462, but again, out of the running back position, you're not too concerned with a 4-6 guy. Nope. Uh, Le'Veon has made a nice career out of being a 4-6 guy. Uh, bench press, 22 reps, broad, 9 feet, 11 inches, not great. Shuttle, 4-3-1, not great. Vertical, 35, pretty average. So, yeah, I mean, the bench was bench crazy. was higher higher for the class. That 22 you know reps I mean? is, a yeah. nice, is a nice showing. So um, I, I think from the combine results nothing that would sway you one way or another. Yeah, you kind of have to put on the tape with this guy. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's, it's something you, you didn't see much in terms of athleticism on the tape. He's not a fast guy. He's not bursty. He has some power. I like his power. But overall, I think bursty. That, uh, the the uh, like the uh, the big thing I think we both agree on was he just seemed like a, a smart player. Like he just kind of had a knack for the game. I wrote plays like a pro yeah. in quotes. Yeah, you said that a lot when we were watching his film, and I, I agree with you, man. I think he, he just seems like he – it's all going on up, up up above the neck, you know. So big game, Orange Bowl against Virginia. Um, he made two really nice plays that I thought that kind of spoke to plays like a pro. Um, they ran a flea flicker, and remember I ran this back, and I said, look at him get his head – snap his head around and pick up that blitzing safety or yeah. linebacker, and he did a really nice job of – I mean, that was quick. He had to yep. think quick, and he had to get his head around and step up and get that guy after he completed the flea flicker back to the quarterback, um, flipped his hips around, got in pass protection, and, and really gave his quarterback that extra you know, half second or whatever it was to get the ball down the field. So I thought that was really good. Um, again, more speed than I initially thought, uh, You know, yeah. especially that 4-6. We talked about it. Like, he blew right by a Virginia safety in the Orange Bowl, guy who – Looked like he had a, an angle on him, and he just ran right by him. Which yeah, I wrote down in there faster than you think. Like he looks, fa- he looks to be faster than he than he, he tested. So I don't know if he just had a bad time, or if he just you know he's one of those guys that just looks and seems faster with pads on compared to everybody else. But you know, I was I was I was hum- I was very surprised with his with his film. Like I remember kind of watching some of his highlights you know, kind of putting his tape on and kind of not paying attention. And I'm like, yeah, he doesn't look great. He looks like a guy, just a guy. But I, we put the tape on, and, and we were both, uh, you know, pleasantly surprised with what Mike Pirine was. I think um, when I say this statement, you're you're going to agree. But the best play that we saw from him was when they split him out against LSU, and he had that he ran that slant, and that ball was yeah. way, way behind him. Oh, yeah. It was and he reached back, uh, extended his arms, you know, had to slow down and caught that ball. I that impressed me when they when he you know split out wide and and ran that route. I was like, okay, this guy has got some versatility to him. He can do a lot of different things on the field, and um, 
I, I like that they utilized him in a lot of different ways. So, look, I think he's got plenty of body to take on a full workload at the NFL. Yeah. Um, I think again, he's, I think, honestly think he's just a pretty well-rounded guy. Yeah. You know? You know, we're talking about 5'11", 215, 220 mm-hmm. pounds. Like, yeah. he can he can do it. He can do it. You know, he can hold up, I think. Um, I said he routinely runs through arm tackles, even when he's seemingly stopped and doesn't have momentum, which is kind of funny because I wrote the same exact thing for DJ Dallas. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I was impressed that he, he does have, you know, some power to him. He can run through at least, you know, those arm tackles aren't going to get him. Um, you know, kind of like we we're griping about with Jonathan Taylor from time to time was, you know, him just not running through, you know, through yeah, just going stuff. down easy. Um, what are, what were some of the weaknesses that you pointed out for, uh, I mean, uh, I just don't think he's all that athletic. Honestly, that's, that was the biggest thing for me. Um, he, uh, he's not all that fast. He doesn't have all that great of acceleration. Um, he's not going to make you miss, you know, he's, he's just not that kind of guy. He uh he's gonna win with his his ability to read a defense and his and in some of his power, and you know like like you said just playing playing like smart football. Yeah, uh I yeah I wrote kind of the same thing really doesn't show much in the way of elusiveness not a great arsenal of moves he's just kind of kind of take what's there run through some arm tackles um can get downhill a little bit I think he's a guy who could maybe wear on some defenses a little bit um but you know the feet they aren't by any means exceptional either so yeah I would I would agree there. not not the greatest athlete but he does some things well and I think he does some things that profile him as a very capable pro back yeah yeah I mean I another guy that I think is going to be best in a committee um but could be you know more towards the the head of the committee um I think he's fine I think he's pretty he's a good player he's going to be an exceptional backup or a uh, a fine starter I think I thought I saw the the comp um, Sony Michelle for him from somebody. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I mean, if he's taken in the fourth round, then that's great. Yeah, yeah, not a first rounder. <laughs> no, not a first rounder. <laughs> okay, let's finish this thing up. We are at about eighteen minutes now in the pod, so we'll finish thing up, this thing up with our very last running back. Yep, a special request. Special request that I wanted to see one more time, and I came away from it the the second time watching him wanting to see a little bit more but there are some things that I took away here that were positive uh DJ Dallas from Miami 5'10 and an eighth 217 pounds he's you know a similar size to Lon Michael P Ryan built a little bit different this is one of the thicker and sturdier guys that I noticed yeah. now I will say this I had read something that he put on some weight before his final season at, at Miami uh we saw a couple clips from his junior season or what I don't know if he came out as a senior or not but um from his from the 2018 season and he looked I was like is that the same guy like he did look different he looked looked, a lot a lot smaller yeah and you could tell in the feet a little bit in the quickness that he looked different the year before I don't know what best suits him necessarily but because we didn't get a ton of tape from 18 um but you know, in terms of kind of the things that that I thought he did well, you know, I, again, thick and sturdy. I think he can break tackles when he seemingly has no momentum, kind of like Lamichael P. Ryan does. This is was really impressive to me. It was just how willing he was. The most willing pass protector in this class. Oh, he was. He looked. He looked great. He looked he, natural. Yeah, he wanted. Like, honestly, he wanted to take on those guys. He might be the best. Like you said, the pass, best pass protector in his in the in the class, and it's probably his best trait. You know. 
if you need a, ba- a pass protector out there, put DJ Dallas in. He's, he looks like he wants to do it, and he's he's yep. very effective at and it. And we know that teams at the next level, I mean, well, they love that. They love that, and that keeps you on the field, mm-hmm. and that earns you a role mm-hmm. in the offense. So that's going to be really key for him. Um, you know, he's a true downhill guy, a little yeah. bit like LaMichael P. Ryan, um, but even more so a, oh, a yeah. downhill guy. He, he, he can wear on defenses later in games. Oh, yeah, he'll punish you. Now, the one thing that I, I Pat, that I struggled with is because despite how big he was, I wanted to see. Now, there was a lot of tape that we saw where there was just no room to run. That mm-hmm. Florida State yeah, game, especially, yeah. there's just nothing there, you know, from the Miami front line. Um, but I wanted to see just a little bit more power given how big, how thick and sturdy he is. I mean, he, like, there will, there'll be times where he just, like, will lower the boom and kind of. Just make himself look like he's a power Guys running back, but then, times. then again, he'll just he'll. There are other times he just seems underwhelming, like he doesn't get those yards, he doesn't get those extra yards. But there, and then you then you watch him the next play, and he's driving through guys, like he's almost like he just like he's not. He almost doesn't run over people, but he runs almost kind of through them to the point where he just like he'll still go down, but he'll get those extra three, two, three yards, and in the process. And even if you square him up well, he can he manages to kind of like push through you to get those extra couple yards almost. You know, one of the coolest things that I thought that they did with him was the, the versatility as a Wildcat quarterback. They did that a lot with him. Um, and I was surprised. We were shocked when we saw him returning punts. Now, granted, it was against some scrub school. But he ran that. He returned that pump for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, and he's not fast. He is not fast. No. He's very slow. Like, he looks slow. He runs slow. He... He's, yeah, he's slow. But but despite being that downhill runner, Pat, I thought that he was plenty capable of catching the ball out of the backfield, made a really nice one-handed yeah. catch in one of this. I saw him saw. drop a couple. You, you know, he, he, There was a will, pass, but, but there was a oh, pass. Oh, they gunned it at him on he that one. He gunned right? it at him. He was like four now, yards from him. He chucked it at not him. Not just that one. I saw him drop one or two more, but you know, he, he's definitely capable in the passing game. He's not Jordan Howard you know, in that sense. He looked like he's got plenty of, plenty of tools to be – if you want to use him in the passing game, then you can. And and especially it being a guy that is good in the pass block, that'll set you up for the ability to be that the teams can't just be like, well, he's in there to block. He can go out on a little on a route if he needs to, or just be there to to be a safety blanket for a quarterback pretty easily. So yeah. And this right here. Oh, he has some swagger. <laughs> oh, does he have some swagger, he's got, man? He's got, he has got a little bit of... You yeah. want to talk about a guy who plays with confidence, yep. swagger, a chip on his shoulder. He's got an edge to his game. Yep. He'll get up and, in your face. Like, yeah. effort and intensity are not going to be he an issue. He is a Miami running back to the T. He is a Miami player to a T. He would have fit right in with those 90s teams in 2000, early 2000s, like... This guy plays with a different edge. Yep. Like, you want to see the double point after a first down, DJ Dallas is your He's man. He's getting up and, and standing over you as he does the as he does, does <laughs> so, the first down. Yeah, it might get him in trouble at times, but I like it. I love yeah. I love how much confidence he plays with. Like, this guy is not short on confidence, not short on intensity. Um, that is one of the things that I love about his game. Now, some of the weaknesses that I wrote down, um, you know, he has the feel of a player, and, and this is – I don't mean to like bum everybody out about DJ Dallas, but he does have the feel of a player who might just be another guy. Uh, you know, probably not dynamic enough to be a three-down back, and again, just not very explosive despite that thick that thick stature. I wanted to see a little bit more from him in the power. Yeah, I wanted game. to see more. Maybe maybe he'll um, be like the classic Steelers back where they get him in after a year, he loses some weight, and he gets back to that kind of 
that um, you know what he was two years ago. And honestly, you think about it, we whenever you watch him at the Senior Bowl, that's when you kind of were like, huh, you know, this guy looks pretty good. Who says he had in the time that he's had in the off in the offseason, he hasn't cut down weight and has gotten back to that kind of lower weight where he functions a lot better. So yeah, if he works in the weight room like he or has the swagger in the weight yeah. room like he does in on yeah. the field, that intensity. I mean, who knows? But there are some things I like. There are some things I don't like. I I do believe that DJ Dallas is yeah. just going to be another guy for yeah. you. Um, a name to watch, name to keep an eye on. Yeah, but if you're, I think when we talk about where he might land in a dynasty draft, in a rookie draft, I think that you're probably now in our draft. It's, again, it's different because we have free agents mixed in there. In a true, um, in our draft, it might be somebody that you're taking in the fifth, like or, say, fifth or sixth round. I'm say thinking, but. the what if the Lions drafted DJ Dallas. Mm. Or the Colts, and you're like, well, I have Marlon Mack, I have, I have uh, Carry On Johnson. We know they're injury prone. Oh, I would, I would like. Him you don't want, you want to snag one of those, especially like, like the the Colts, where they have a really nice, that really nice offensive line. I would look at, like him in Indy. Yeah. And honestly, some of the comps that I saw for him were Edger and James, yeah. and another another former Hurricane. Yeah, who I mean, played in Indy. Like, I think he does have a little bit of Edger yeah. and James in his game. This could be a guy no that doubt. you want, like, if you're a team. What am I saying? If, I, and not Andrew James. I mean, I'm talking Miami running backs. Frank Gore. Yeah, a little bit of Frank Gore in I this mean, game. Not this Andrew is James. one of those guys that if you remember the name, if he gets drafted by your team and you have that guy that's that that injury prone running back, he's a good guy to grab as your yeah, as could, your uh, as your your handcuff. Yeah, there are some th- certain things to his game for sure that I, that I do think he can that can get him on the field at the next level and he can make a roster and make an impact too. So, all right, McFarland, P Ryan. Dallas, done. We're done with 11 running backs, Pat. Next, on to the receivers. Oh, so I am we'll, so excited. Oh, me too, man. I was kind of, like like I said, when we were we had got to this, when, once we got through the top six guys, um, I wouldn't even say top six because Zach Moss has quickly fell, fallen down my board. But um, once we got through those those guys, I'm like, oh, I just, I just kind of want to get to the receivers now yeah. because it's such yeah. a deep class and the more i mean the more that we 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 find about this class the more i just fall in love with it there's guys that i'm just constantly just looking at and being like oh i can't wait to watch his film and even guys that like i look and like i'm just like i've been i was excited to watch your film but now like you're being passed up by these other guys so yeah it is a deep class i i expect us to spend at least uh, i mean least i feel like we're gonna, we're gonna be watching more more receivers than we have uh Running back, so we're going to need to try to pack. Yeah, so kind of a schedule to look forward to. So today is we're recording this on the evening of March third. I would expect that we're spending the rest of March. We're going to probably spend the rest of March on receivers before we get into quarterbacks and tight ends. This is going to be a lengthy, uh, a lengthy devoted time frame. I think we're going to try to get two pods out in some ways. (laughs) We might need to. All right. Well, that does it for the running backs. we will have we I, I need to sit down and refine my rankings a little bit on my running backs. Yeah, I know and I promised everybody that, but I wanna kinda think about we'll it. We'll do a we'll bit do more, rankings so. towards the end. But I think we'll do rankings like as a, Might as a, a, bad as a single episode or a double episode. Yep. Okay, well signing off for Pad the Stats. I'm your host, James Swanson. Have a good one, everybody. Bye bye.